Hey, you, yeah, you, you want to know the quickest and most effective way to scale your mortgage business? Realtor relationships. Yes, I know it's been well known for quite some time now. That's not a secret, but having strong realtor relationships is honestly the key to one's success in the mortgage biz. Brandon and I were actually a good example of this as that's all we've really focused on in the first two years of our business. And while here we are at a stable base of leads and referrals coming in while being in what's considered as one of the worst markets to date. If you want strong, consistent leads and want to create a strong referral-based business, this episode is for you as we go through key realtor value adds that will honestly help you make strong connections, thus leading to more business. If you're new to the show, my name is Tom Moffitt and I'm joined by my good buddy, business partner and co-host Brandon Love. Whether you are new in the industry or a seasoned vet, you will get specific takeaways from every episode as we strive to make commission breath focused and granular. Let the Commission Breath Podcast be your tool to grow in your mortgage business. So with that being said, let's dive right into the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Commission Breath, episode 27. It's Brandon Love here with Tom Moffitt. And today we are going to dive into how to win over realtors, really to build that stronger referral relationship. I think there is a big lack in the industry where a lot of people just go around peppering realtors with calls, texts, DMs saying, I can get your clients the best rates. I can do this. I can do that. But they're missing a lot of opportunities and a lot of detail and substance to the rest of the relationship. Man, you think that actually still happens? 100% happens. You think brokers are still going with that line? Yeah. I've got 50 plus lenders. 100%. Dude, even within like some of the independent mortgage brokering pages like newbie mortgage professionals or I love mortgage brokering, people who have just gotten their license will hop on and be like, I can get you the best rate. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that before too. It for sure happens, man, out of thousands of us in the industry. Yeah, and so what we're going to do is we're going to do part one and two. So part one is going to be more of the, I don't even want to say foundation pieces because some of this is outside the box and a bit more, not advanced, but just sprinkling in extra value adds. But a lot of this is the basics that you should be doing in part one. And part two is we're going to dive into more lead gen value adds that we can provide for realtors. And this is all stuff that we've done. Every single one on this list is stuff that both of us, Brandon and I have done in our business that have been successful, some more so than not. And we're going to explain which ones. But the first one, every single broker has to do this. You've heard this before. Communication is number one. Yes, it's been around forever, this value add. Everyone talks about it. But nobody's doing it right. We still see it to this day. We still see realtors leaving other mortgage brokers. We're not saying we're the best, but we're saying we're at least doing something right. And I think a lot of it comes down to communication because if you ask any realtor, 90% of them will probably say that communication is a big pain point for them. It's the same thing like for you, you only get paid if you close the file. Your realtor is only getting paid if that purchase actually closes. So they care to know along the whole journey where things are at. And a lot of brokers and agents have initial good conversations and good communication, but then maybe they take on too many files, they get a little too busy, and the ball drops. It means you're missing out here. So I always like to tell people, I would rather you fault me for over-communicating than feel like I've under-communicated with you. Yeah, if they're reaching out to you asking for an update, in my opinion, it's game over there. Sure, it happens every now and then, spring market, things get busy. But if it's happening repetitively and the realtor continues to have to reach out to you, then yeah, you got up your game on that. So why don't we dive into some specifics with communication and what we do. So 
Why don't you kind of go over our communication commitment, Brandon? Yeah, for sure. So any lead that comes in, we do a 90 minute turnaround that we'll follow up with them. And then we update the realtor right away. So it would just be like, say Tom sent me a lead. I would follow up with that lead within 90 minutes. And then I'd say, hey, Tom, I connected with them. Or, hey, Tom, I've left them a voicemail and a text message or emailed my calendar link to set up that appointment. Quite often, if it's an email introduction, because we've asked most of our realtors to do email, we are then putting them in that reply so that they can see that that's been picked up and they can see the timestamp on that as well. So that's a big first one. Once a lead comes in, they also get added to a lead tracker. And this is a weekly update that we send anyone who's referring us business. And Tom, I'll let you do a little bit of a deep dive into what that looks like, because I think we are probably the only ones I know doing this right now. Yeah, giving our secret sauce away. Let's go. I just want to circle back before we get into that with the communication commitment that turnaround time, it doesn't have to be 90 minutes. That's just what we chose. You said 90 minutes for you too, right? That's what I've always pitched. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was an hour before and then when we merged, I did 90 minutes because I know you're a little bit slower than me. (laughs) There we go. There's the first one of the day. I'm too kind, man. I got to give them back to you. So for that too, whenever I do that and it's a new realtor or someone that I just connected with and this is the first lead, what I'll do is I'll text that realtor right after and I'll say, hey, just responded back to your lead. Thanks for sending that in. Just to let you know, this is part of our communication commitment and responded call it maybe it was 43 minutes in. I'll be like, we responded 43 minutes in to our 90 minute commitment. And a lot of them will be like, holy shit, like that's awesome. And I think I picked that tip up from Ryan Wiley back in the day and it works really well. And then to that point with the second thing that we mentioned on communication, yeah, that lead tracker, we've implemented that, like you mentioned, I think what a month ago, month and a half ago. By the time this comes out, it'll be about two month marker. True, okay. So it's been working really well. and. Straight up what it is, it's an email that goes to every single one of our realtors that's updating them on every single lead that they've brought into us that's still active through the process. Some of them will keep some of the dead leads on there just to keep a list of them in case they want to re-spark or rekindle that lead. And we have detailed notes on that lead. So let's just say Joe Smith came into us two weeks ago and he's at the document stage. He had the discovery call, he had the application sent in and we're just collecting documents that realtor will see all the notes in there and then there's also a really cool tracker that i spent way too much time on canva building and it's like you can picture like a domino's tracker bar we have that for every single stage and that gets clipped in with the notes so it's visually really appealing for them and then brandon you took it up another notch another level this is why we love how we kind of amalgamated businesses because we could feed off each other And what you did is you added in more content pieces to that lead tracker email. So why don't you kind of dive into what that looks like? Yeah. So every week, let's say you're receiving the email, you're going to open it up. It's going to have like a one to three sentence, just kind of quick market sentiment sort of piece. Then there's like a mindset section. There's our current thoughts. And then we list an opportunity. So For instance, when rates started dropping towards the end of December there, we said circle back with anyone who's closing early January and make sure they're getting access to these rates. If not, send them our way and we'll make sure they get them. So that got us a wave of leads because our realtors saw this. They checked with their clients. Not everyone had checked in with them or their bank hadn't reduced those rates yet. So it created opportunities for us that way. And yeah, from there, then they'll see the leads listed. What I do is I highlight if there's any like material changes. So if someone's inactive for like even a couple months, 
you then highlight, hey, we touched base with them, they're refreshing these documents or whatever. And it just shows that you're not letting things get cold or go stagnant. So if you're sending a lead and it's in our world, we're nurturing that until it either funds or they tell us to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. And the added benefit to that too is like whenever it comes to marketing or like tuning into WIIFM, what's in it for me, that's what I always visualize on the receiving end. And for a realtor, I'm visualizing like, okay, this email's coming in. What's the other added benefit to this? Well, Tom's got my back. He's got all of the leads taken care of. That's like number one. Number two is I get this refreshed list every single week of all my leads. And if I wanted to just go through that list and contact these people as another reach out, I don't have to look through everything to see where these leads are at. Tom and Brandon, they've already compiled everything for me. So that's the added benefit to you. And I think that's why our realtors love it. But a disclaimer, like before you go and do this, really think long and hard about it because it honestly is such a big time commitment. And there's been a couple of weeks where we did not want to do it, but you got to stick with it because we started and it probably takes me still about an hour. It depends on how many leads we have at the time. But I mean, I was probably at about an hour the last time I did it. We time ourselves. Yeah, I would say before you commit, go back to some of the time-saving hacks we've shared, revisit some of those templates, things like that, toggle tracking, because it is a big time to do. And it only gets harder the more like lead partners you have and leads you have. So definitely revisit those because the first time I did it took me an hour and a half. And I did the last one, it was about 40 minutes, but it is a big piece and people will start to expect it. It's kind of like that hedonic once they're used to it, you can't really say, oh, I'm no longer doing this. You can't take away the value. Yeah. So make sure it is something you can commit to. Definitely build in some time-saving tools before you commit to that piece. All right. The next one is a piece that we do for every single client. And it's been a huge value to both our clients and to realtors. And it's another thing that once you start it, you have to commit to doing it, but it makes your life so much easier and it adds a lot of clarity to the whole rest of the job as well. So Tom, why don't you dive into that? Budgeting, let's go. I think everyone needs to be doing budgeting in their business. I mean, there's been so much training out there and the 10 Loans Academies, Scott Peckford's Bricks, like there's so many different trainings out there on how to do it. There's the spreadsheets out there in the world. If you're not doing budgeting, come on guys, you got to do it. But like, I mean, pretty straightforward. Every pre-approval you're doing, you're doing a budget for someone. And when you do that, you're going to send out the pre-approval email to the client and CC the realtor in there. You, of course, ask permission from the lead, the client before you do that. But nine times out of 10, they're going to say, yes, go ahead, CC me in that budget email because there's nothing personal on there. It's just the budgets. And with that budget, you're going to have a video breakdown of every single thing on there, the closing costs, the monthly payments, like a buy and sell budget, refinance. You're going to have one for all of them. So you're going to show all the moving pieces in there. And when you do that, and this is, comes down to the referral partners, you're going to text them right after if it's a newer referral partner, or let's say it's a client that's using their own realtor and you haven't connected with them yet. That's a really good way to get into their world because they're going to get CC'd on that. You're going to send a text to that realtor and you're going to say, hey, just sent a pre-approval off to our mutual client, Joe. Feel free to check out the budget, watch the video. We do this for every single client. Yeah, for sure. And you touched on it, 100% ask for permission. I got three deals last year from people that the agent was great. They did budgets, but they copied the realtor in automatically. And these clients felt that that was like an abuse of their trust. 
And so they asked the agent for another referral. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. So always ask for that permission. You never know what someone's going to be triggered by. So I always like over communicate and over ask for consent on that kind of stuff. Cause you never know what someone's going to get touchy feely about. So. Yeah. I always ask on the discovery call and I'll put it in the notes. And if there's something that needs to be discussed on the pre-approval that might be a bit more sensitive, I'll either confirm with the client and be like, hey, there's a quick reference of this. Or uh, if I know it's like a bit more sensitive, then I just won't see see the realtor. And if it's like current realtor partners, they get it. They've seen our budgets before, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, they know what's happening. And sometimes they understand also they'll have a vibe from the client on their side that that person's a little bit more, keeps their cards closer. Yeah, exactly. Nothing wrong with that, but... Okay, so big advantage once you have this budget in place is it gives you a ton of clarity as to what the client can afford. You've sent to the client, the client knows down to the penny where they're at. When they're shopping, they should now shop within that parameters. You see a lot of brokers and agents complain, like my client went wildly over budget. Did they go wildly over budget or was there never enough clarity within that budget? So Let's assume there is that clarity. Now, when they're shopping, you have the confidence in what you pre-approved them for, what the options are laid out for them. So when they find a property they like, you do what we call the offer assist. So offer assist is, say Tom's the realtor and Willow's the client and John is the listing agent. I'm going to say, hey, John, I'm working with Tom and our mutual client, Willow. I did her mortgage financing, just want to let you know her financing is rock solid and everything is good to go with her offer. The only thing standing in the way is you accepting the offer. If you or your clients have any questions, please let me know. And I look forward to working together. And it's just a subtle way to stand out among the masses, especially when you get into those multiple offers or competing offer scenarios. And it really sets your client apart. Yeah. And not everyone's doing it. It's amazing to me because it takes 30 seconds to do. And you do it differently though. Like I ask my realtor, I say, Hey, do you want an offer assess video with this? They don't know what it is. I'll explain it. But if they do and they say yes, then I'll send it over to my current realtor partner because I typically want them to be in control of that. Your mindset's different unless you do it differently. Now you text a link or send a text message to the listing realtor, right? Yeah. So I don't do it for everyone because same thing. Some realtors felt like it was like stepping on their job and their job was to present the client, which I get, whatever, do it your way. So I ask if you want it, I let my realtors know it exists. If you want me to do it, I'm happy to do the video for you. Some of them use it religiously and some never use it at all. And that's totally up to them and their clients. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it for every single client either because not every client is like a foolproof, like, yeah, they're going to have no issues. Like there's those iffy ones here and there, right? So you don't want to do it for those. But if you're confident on it and you've been around in the industry long enough to know that, yeah, I'm getting approval on this and I'm not going to have issues, then yeah, go for it. Or you can change the wording up in the offer assist video itself. And I forget your wording on it, but I've done some where I'm like, yeah, they'll have no issues with financing. For those ones that I'm not too confident on, I won't say that. I'll just say, hey, they've been fully pre-approved. We looked at their income, down payment, check their credit. They're good to go from a pre-approval perspective. If you have any questions, please let me know. I'll just keep it at that. But yeah, there's just a different way to do it. You can have varying degrees of confidence within that video, depending on the client structure. (laughs) But you know, quite often if the client's asking for an offer assist and they're not rock solid, I'm probably going to tell the realtor, hey, like we're going in financing condition anyways. So we have the out in that respect. So we're just trying to win that initial offer. 
Yeah, and when you're gonna use this too is when you have multiple offer situations. You can still use it without it, but it's mostly effective in that. And the benefit to this is yes, your buyer realtor, so your realtor partner is gonna love it because you have their back. It's actually gonna give an upper hand for them. It's not just like, hey, it's another value add just to kind of woo you. Like it actually works. Like we've had multiple deals that have actually gone through because of those offer assist videos. And we know that because the listing realtor reaches out to us I've had a couple of times where they've called me straight up asking me about it. I know it's happened to Jeff Mudrick too. It works. And you're going to get business from their listing realtor as well, which is the added benefit to it too. For sure. I actually have a whole like cohort of realtors I work with now that I've connected with through the offer assist video. And then they're like, would you do that for my clients? I'm like, yeah, here's the whole kit and caboodle we do. So yeah, it's beauty. And caboodle. So to round things out in this episode, what we have is number one, communication. You got to have that dialed in. That's number one. Number two, get that budgeting going. And to go along with that budgeting, number three, offer assist videos. So those are the three, I don't even want to call it foundation pieces, but if we're going to go through all of the different value adds, I highly recommend starting with these three, especially the first two, communication and budgeting. If you do those first two alone, you're going to get business. You're going to thrive in this industry. The rest that we're going to talk about are kind of like the icing on the cake and they're more lead gen value adds and that's going to be on episode two for sure and the first two give you the confidence to do number three which is the offer assist so exactly one thing does lead to another in that respect all of these things before you do anything just make sure you have the tools in place so things like offer assist have your loom account set up for the budgeting get some budgeting templates built out build your back end and then just build the layers on top of that we'll see you next week for part two have an awesome week and let us know if there's anything you implement that's really been working in your business. Cheers. Cheers. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.